up and I stay down with the same gang every day now. When the thing changed, but the way out is the layout, nigga. Big M's, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put the lights down, turn the bass up. One time for the pay cuts. And the price guy just squeeze the life out of shit. They try to break us. What's all the fussing about? We grew up with nothing, my nigga. We still here. That fake shit, we cutting it out. Money come, make sure the crew got their fair shit. All right, I'm going to the kitchen. Keep going. Go, go to the Wayne Wade Maybe you got to change your um, connection. You know you can change the um, the connection speed on the on the app. That's true, too. Um, you might have to I'm change gonna, it to uh, whatever you're using. I'm just going to the kitchen. Go over to the Wayne Wade topic, guys. I'm going to the kitchen. All right. All right. So, Tony, do you know who D. Wade is? Dwayne Wade, the NBA basketball player. Or former yeah, basketball yeah, I know who Dwayne Wade is. All right, so his uh, high school sweetheart, okay. Mr. Javon, um, who he divorced with, obviously, to be with, married to Gabrielle Union. You might, you might have heard of her, right? And uh, apparently she is broke now, essentially. Is that true, Banks? Yeah, very broke. <laughs> but he gave her, um, out of the settlement, $5 million. $5 million. And he, but he also has custody of the kids as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I didn't I, I I didn't get a chance to watch because she did a few interviews and this is old by the way but it just came back up. Um, but apparently she had like issues with the law, and I'm I'm assuming some sort of abuse of drugs. I don't I'm not too too sure, but. You could tell something's off when you know D Wade gives you somebody like Dwayne Wade gives you five million dollars, and then that he's able to take custody of the kids, which is usually a rare instance, especially mm-hmm. when you, when it comes to a man, a male and woman. Usually, the woman gets you know full custody of the kids. Uh, but look, judging by the sign and what she's doing, and putting slandering him. <laughs> To uh, you know, get some sort of sympathy. Um, it's just a bit interesting. What do you think? Thank you, Banks, because I, you put it out in perfect context. So he had full custody of the children. She had five million cash to herself because there's no child support. You're not paying for any children because D Wade and Gabrielle got the children. So what are you actually paying for? You're paying for yourself. And with five million dollars in Florida, which is a you know free state income tax, right? Uh, you have a very great benefit to uh, have a luxurious life and also live modestly as well. So that's that's completely on her. Well, my only thing for her defense is I'm curious. If she was accustomed to a certain lifestyle and so she just was still like living outside of her means because the money she was given wasn't if she if we was if they was together. Right. We're together and we're used to living like this and we break up and I was the breadwinner. And now you're living where you should be living like this. So but you think you still live like this. I mean, it's still her fault. But I'm curious if that's where her money went. But then again, like you said, really important is uh not to bring up my thing but i actually had eventually got full custody of all four of my kids right so i had to win against two women so the first one wasn't fair my three kids my kids mom decided you know what your lifestyle is better you should have the kids 
But my last daughter, who's 14, I actually took her mom to court and won because she was actually, um, you know, she was had a such substance abuse issue. So, yeah, you're right. So for her to not have the kids and she's a female, it does look pretty bad. So uh, me personally, I'm not going to lie. I'm a nice guy, but I don't. that's where you draw the line. If I gave you money and we ended it, so you got your money from me, because I don't like people eating off of me. You know, I get I get mad if like, you know, I was already doing this. We got together and now you just expect you're going to be eating off of me. Like, look, you got to get a job. You got to do something. Right. And then if it ends and then you really listen, you're going to get that five million and then we done. So I don't I don't feel bad for it. And I just brought up this graph here. So this is what you need in each state for everyone, everyone listening, watching, you know, listening and watching what you need to be in the top one percent of every state that you live in. So in Florida is three hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars. You will have a lifestyle like the top one percent. Cool. As we see in PA, it is three hundred and fifty five thousand in New York State. Obviously, it's five hundred and six thousand in New Jersey. It's five hundred and thirty nine thousand. A lot of money. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the kitchen. This one clear. Can you guys hear me and see me now? Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> no, because you know what it is when you switch, it takes a little bit to catch, like it'll catch up. So I think, I think you're yeah. <laughs> Damn. No, nah, listen. Yeah. All right, Josh. <laughs> let's talk about. I want to talk because it's just too much black. So let's move on to the Boosie throw the fool party. Go ahead. All right, let's show uh, the video for Tony Stark Jr. Yeah. And this might be related to what we talked about before of what actually is black. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. This your guy. What do you feel about this? <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, on, I'll speak on this. I think on, <laughs> a, careless, on a careless approach, uh, I mean, it's just it just comes in lines of what Boozy does. Boozy is, you know, an outcast, and you know, you could just tell off of the energy he brings. Uh, the the things he believes in, um, it, I, I just think it just fits in of what Boozy does. Boozy does not care <laughs> at all. And me personally, I think that pool party. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I I've been out to places. I've done things. Um, but with everything that's going on, but in general, I think that pool party was just overly, overly crowded. That was just too much. Like it. I don't even see how you can have a good time with that many people. Um, so that I don't personally agree with um, what he did. I just think it was just a bit senseless. 
And it just with all those people there, it was just like, come on, man. Like, and with Atlanta already being a hot zone, uh, it, it's just like, it's too much. Way too much. And I feel like he's just drawing a lot of negative attention to himself by doing that. I feel like everything he's done is quarantine has been crazy. Um, <laughs> he the one who had his son, like, like trying, like trying to get his son some head or something like that. His thirteen year old son or something like that. Banks wasn't him. Yeah, a twelve year old yeah. son. Everybody was mad about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that. Um, uh, I think he has his own like demon time only fans something like that too. Don't I think? Yeah, he has the OnlyFans page where, you know, because he got in trouble with Instagram with posting explicit imagery imagery on his stories. And then um that's where he got the, the famous quote, uh, I don't remember exactly, like show you show you pussy on live, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Like that. Yeah. And then I mean, which makes sense, he got creative and with his fan base and his content, because you know, Boozy's page is, is kind of lit. Um he decided to create an OnlyFans page and he submits content that many women and strippers send to him and he posts it on that platform and he charges, I think, $30 a, a month, I think, for you to subscribe and then you can see all wow. this and interesting imagery for a price. <laughs> and like typical boozy fashion, he makes he makes money out of what many people tend to look past on. And, you know, with his counterparts, with his other rap counterparts, I believe he's the one of the only few that does this. What are your thoughts when you see it? Well, as we know, Boosie is a very clever businessman. So I'm sure everyone in attendance certainly signed waivers that if they got, if they caught the COVID, he wouldn't be liable. That's number one. Number two, I agree with every everything. Like he's he's just being him, right? That's part of his brand. Like we certainly expect something like this from Boosie, and we're not surprised at all. In fact, we would be shocked to not see something like that from him. That's part of his brand. So right now he's just doing brand maintenance, really. Yeah, it's okay. uh I mean, go yeah. That's pretty bad, though, when you think about it, though. Uh, I get both sides. Listen, at the end of the day, some people don't believe in the whole uh, coronavirus, right? So some people also have the young mentality, oh, it's not going to affect me. I live forever, YOLO, whatever, right? So you can't, anybody who individually went, wanted to go, right? They walked in the door. Like, I doubt they thought it was only going to be 30 people. They probably were like, yo, it's going to be mad people. We're going to be out here having fun. Um but I feel like the person who's hosting it, which is him, you're uh, is more on you, you know, because you allowed you had it's like the movie theaters. We always say, well, the movie theater is probably afraid to get in trouble because they got the big space. They're going to held an event to have all these people come. And if somebody get it, they're going to want to sue. Right. <laughs> so I feel like, um, you know, I guess we could say that he's just being him. But it still don't make it any better. You know what I mean? So uh, the, uh, I guess the thing is, if you're not surprised, because my motto is people are, are you know, driven out of character, right? So if someone ever do something out of character, then you could be like, wow, now, you, now you're a little upset. 
But if they're just doing them and they're going to continue to show you who they are, then you shouldn't feel no type of way. So I guess two things. He could do it because it's him. And if people are willingly able to go in there, then what else could we really say besides he are uh, going to have so many other people spreading it, you know? And so that's not cool. So. Yeah, he's in character, but I guess kind of like you were saying is that he's providing a location for that many people to spread it. Yes. Sure. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot, like a movie theater, I guess you would say. Um, but he is in character. It is what it is. That's what he does. I just he's a little wild with it. He's an entrepreneur, like Banks was saying. He know how to make his money. So you know, we got to give him that. I'm going back though, so y'all could semi hear me now and say I would give my baby mom some money if I was the way. I just want to make sure we clear on that. Like I'm on the same peak oh, as Jazz. Could- s- similar to uh not being surprised by Bootsy, we're, I don't think Banks and I are surprised by that answer at all, are we, Banks? You know, you know, you know what's crazy? <laughs> Me and Jazz had this conversation for years, and Jazz Ben said 10 years ago, if my baby mom was on the street, I would go let her move, like, give her money right now. Like, that's how hard it is. It depends on how much so. money, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I might, you know, I, maybe I might help you. Maybe it might give you uh, sixty-five dollars for a Motel Six room, you know, <laughs> and uh, give you a hundred dollars for food a couple days. But that's that might be it. I will give her five million dollars, but let me ask you a question, man. Why did why did Jazz he was giving the money? Uh, Jazz' reason was um, it's his child's mother, and he doesn't want at the end of the day like he has kids with her. He doesn't want like his kids to. He doesn't want to get the impression that I'm not helping the kid's mom and stuff like that. And then other exactly. people in the shop, other people in the shop was like, "I gave you five million dollars. I'm not helping you." Exactly. I, I don't never want my son or daughter coming up and seeing their mom on the street. Well, let me, let me. I'm worth. Uh, well, hold on. Let me finish, Tony. I'm worth almost two hundred million dollars, and I couldn't even help her. At that particular time, and at least I can use my pool. I can help her get a job. I can help her find a program. I'm Dwayne Wade, and by the way, guys, she's in Chicago, not Florida. But both places, Dwayne Wade is he owns both of them, so I can at least help her in some sort of way. That's what I look at. Well, what I wanted to make clear was: Are you saying that if you gave your baby mom five million and she uh, spent blew it, it all? It, Let's not be coy here, fellas. Blew it all. No, yeah. no, no. I'm trying to get, is he saying that you would still help her or are you trying to say that you would give, are you saying after the fact she, she blew the money? I'm trying to clarify this. I'm, yeah, I'm never going to let her be on the street like gutter rat and have my son in the pool, his friend saying, yeah, your mom on the street, but your dad rich. What kind of life y'all got? Or whatever like that. I mean, so I'm never going to let that happen. Here's the thing. It's called accountability. It's called being an adult. And the thing no, is, if you, I'm not listen, worried listen, about her. She should have been in a talk. I'm worried about my kid, Marie. No, no, listen, listen, listen. Here's the thing, right? It goes back to the whole, and maybe because Jazz said this, because I'm a fan. So a long time ago, Jazz was like, I will stay with my kid's mom, and we'll be in the same house. Technically, there's some Will and Jada stuff. We'll, <laughs> and he said it. We'll be in the same house before I let some dude be trying to raise my kid. But my point was, why would I want my kids seeing us? acting crazy right so they're watching this so at the end of the day but it's still accountability so these kids like oh a kid at school i heard your mom's a crackhead 
Well, first of all, if I'm helping a crackhead, giving her more money, what you think she gonna do? You're only fueling her to keep doing it. So that's even worse. Because, her oh, wait, wait. Then when your kid's mom, two things could happen, right? Because I kind of, my, my daughter's mom passed away on April 1st, right? But everybody thought she was gonna be found dead because she was doing drugs. She ended up getting to a car accident, which wasn't her fault. So we're kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, at least it wasn't the other thing. Now, mind you, imagine the kid's mom you got all this money. You gave her five million. She wasted it. Right. Could be drugs, whatever. Right. We alluded to we don't she, we got the kids. She don't. She's a female. You know how that goes. So one thing, imagine she dies. Right. Because she was doing drugs. Right. And you had nothing to do with it. She blew her money, whatever. Right. Then imagine the second option is you was giving her money and she OD. You're part responsible because that was you was giving her. And now she OD because you don't want your kids to have other kids in school talking bad about their parents. Well, it's both. You gonna, I don't want gonna, my kids having to talk bad about me. Hold on. I don't want to talk bad about them. I want them growing up and saying, Dad, you could have did something. You can tell them all your reasons why. But he right. might still turn back on you. You know what? You had too much money. You could have did something. So Jazz and I are saying, is it worth technically losing that relationship with your kid when they get older just to prove a point and not help her in any way? So you know what I think? That's you know what I think? Um, I don't know how the original deal what went or how or what the stipulations were. What I would have done if I had to give her money, and I know she had all these issues. In order for her, though, I would put a clause. In order for her, uh, two things I would probably do. One is I'll put in some sort of annuity or some sort of plan where she only she gets a, a, a particular amount each month where mm -hmm. she's set for, for life. Yeah. Just so she can't. So you get whatever each month, and you you got your living expenses. You're good on that. And two, if she it seems like she has some sort of issues with drugs or whatever it is, she would need to go to some sort of program first and pass whatever she needs to pass to get through it in order to get those those um, set funds. Because it seems like, like I said, I don't know, I don't know the whole full context of everything, but it seems like she right. they went to court. They made a deal. She got the money, but she still has these issues, and that—that's not helping. So I feel like, in order for everything to be all the T's to be crossed, I feel like there should have been some sort of plan or arrangement where she needed to go through a program and successfully uh, abide by that particular program, and also get some sort of funding where she'll be straight for the rest of her life and not fall in this scenario where she's looking like he gave her nothing with some other ladies in the background, I guess, looking for looking for whatever to attain funds. I think that would have been the more, um, the better approach. Right. So where the kids can look at like, at least my dad tried. Because, right. you know, if you look at his kids, you know, the, the younger son wants to be, well, is, uh, is he a girl so, yeah. now? I, I, he, I can't he, identify as a girl. Oh, he didn't change. Okay. So it, it goes into it goes into what they say. What they say when it comes to like the if you go into the psyche, a lot of kids who do that, there's a lot of issues in the home. And I mean, I don't. That's that's Zion. That's Zion's mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. So issues. But in let's the be home. clear. Let's be clear. I mean, we don't know all the details, but you know, Dwayne. You I'm know, sorry, he got Zion, a lot of stuff Zion, going on. Yeah, Dwayne got a lot of stuff going on with him. 
and money between that with the son, daughter. Remember, he had an outside debut on Gabrielle, too. You know what I mean? That's like six or seven years old. So he got a lot of stuff going on with him. But I think your point is best. That's what I will do now, even under five million. I, you know what? Like you said, maybe I didn't do it right. I should have known but because I know she had mental issues or whatever. So now I'm going to use my pull. I'm giving the five miles. No, but I can fast track her on a program because I'm Dwayne. I can get her in faster than anybody else. I'm going to do that and try to, you know, set her up with whatever type of work she does. Or if she really needs to have like in, what do they call it, inpatient or whatever. Yeah, if you need like impatient for a few years, then I'm I'll pay for that and set that up. Mike, so I'm just gonna try to say I'll get her off of the street. Is what I'm saying. Mike, right. let, me, let me say something. Let me say something. When I won uh in court to have full custody of my daughter, you know why and you know why I won? Because right. my kid's daughter didn't show up for court because she was in a rehab and then a couple of days later checked herself out. They the state said they was gonna sue her if she don't go to rehab. She went. Still check yourself out. What I'm saying is people, you think your money is going to just magically make her no longer be an addict. That's not the way it works. It takes accountability. That person has got to stay. You can't just make somebody physically stay in rehab. You can't do that. They could walk out the next day. You know, when you gave her this extra money to set her up in rehab, if you don't do a bank set, she's going to take that money and walk out and be using it again. again. I'm not giving her money. I'm using my pool to get her in the rehab faster. You might walk out, you know, whatever, but I think Banks is on, a, on point. It's conditional. What I won't do is just look at the medium and say, oh, well, like that's what I won't do. I'm going to try something. Even if I give her a core. Well, I mean, so, hold on. We don't we don't actually know if D-Wave was like, oh, well, that's, that's number one. Number two, thousand percent tony stark jr it is accountability and in siobhan's own words she became an arrogant diva so that that's on her and tony miguel miguel you had your time to speak sir and you're a little chopped and screwed so josh is going to bring it home <laughs> so it was again as tony stark jr said accountability and it sounds like tony read a millionaire fast lane, even though I know he didn't. It sounded like he did because even in millionaire fast lane, he articulates MJ DeMarco, what up? If you have terrible issues with money, it doesn't matter how much money you're gonna get, those issues are always gonna bring you back. Right. That's your that's your own personal responsibility. And nobody's again, giving you, again, money again, Miguel. Hold on, Miguel. Whether <laughs> you're in Florida or Illinois. If you're in the top 1%, you don't think she doesn't have access to the best accountant, the best attorneys, the best money, wealth management providers. Of course she does. Right. And in fact, she would have an easy access. Oh, I'm D. Wade's ex-wife. Oh, oh, really? Please, madam, come in. Just like Charles Barkley says, right? Oh, they call me Mr. Barkley at the bank because they know what time it is. So, again, that's her choice. You done? You done? <laughs> uh, yeah. No one's giving her. No one's giving her money. Once again, I'm not gonna give her the five million dollars. Okay. All I'm saying is that I, I would not leave her looking on the street. I'm gonna try to help her, and primarily because my son's 25 and and says, "Listen, man, you let her on the street, really, and you blame Wade? I, I I can't have that happen to me." Oh. Well, again, Miguel. Well, 
you you clearly are a sucker because come on, who's she with? <laughs> who's she with? Clearly, this is a woman. I don't even know what she's her 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 as well. Yes, all she all she is is leveraging. That's it. Here, she's, here, not, she's not homeless. Get out of here. Come here's on. The now. Here's the thing, too. I, I want to call you out a little bit though, Mike. One thing, you wasn't saying the same thing until Fresh Banks said that's what he would do. Before you alluded to, you would still give her more, more money. You know, I, said I, I said I would I would help her. I had a whole thing about it. I had yeah, 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 you would... had a whole thing that sounded just like Fresh Banks. Two, <laughs> two, well, I'm sorry. Look. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I had this conversation days ago, and I said I was in the program. All right, well. Never give her money. And I told you, me and Jazz talked this for 10 years, that we would help our people because we don't want our kids turning our back. Because yeah. we did well, I'm going to get on that next, though. Let me get on that next. So, two, there's a lot of speculation. I wonder if my kid's going to be mad at me when they get older. Yo, you know, you know what I learned? And I keep trying to drill in my kid's head or my daughter who's 14 because I actually have three adults. My daughter who's going to be 21 on friday so i got i'm gonna have two 21 year olds and a 23 year old so let me add a little perspective so when i was younger my i was a kid right but what happens when you get older you realize like oh man my parents was right when you get maturity you're not gonna be like yo my i can't believe my dad didn't do that you can be like chances are his mom when he, he get to be adult your mom's still gonna be a drug addict or messing up you're gonna be you probably gonna be like i ain't giving my mom my money so she could keep doing what she's doing. You keep thinking your kid's just going to be naive because it's their mom. You don't, that's, that's not just the way it goes. You know, your kids are best. I don't know. I said, I don't know. I want to take that chance. That, it could happen. Right, I don't want to take that chance either way. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Or whatever. Because if it's a 1% chance, I want to keep my relationship with my kid. And if that's going to cause them to happen, I'm worth over $200 million, like plain weed, I could help her get into a program. Like, I don't know why, again, I don't know why I should just leave her sitting there and just like turn off TV. Like, oh, well, again, to me, it's crazy. Again, I hear what you're saying, Miguel, but out of her own words, an arrogant diva. So even the help that you're providing that isn't monetarily, and let's be honest, at that point, she's only looking for monetary help. And yeah, that monetary, that non-monetary help that you're providing, she's not interested in flat out. Yeah, in because fact, you might say, F you, Mike. I don't want that. Give me some That's money. Fine. Now That's what? fine. At least I at least I made it. She says, you know, I don't want I don't I don't want to go to a program. I want some money. You 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 just made you just you work two hundred million dollars. I heard this guy named Big Mike say. So I want some money. Cut me a check. <laughs> What are you gonna do then, Mike? What where the kids are gonna say? I'm, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go with you. I'm I'm gonna go with your thing, make a stipulation though. But after that point, I did try and whatnot. I'll even <laughs> videotape it so my son get oh listen, this is me making an attempt. You see the video and whatnot. And so, that's what want, so so if she say to you she don't want to go to rehab, she want money, you're gonna do what banks said and make some stipulation where she get a certain amount of money. That's clearly showing that, okay, maybe she can't be a lavish drug addict, but she could drug addict <laughs> a little bit. Get your money. Out of stipulations is what he said for People help bums on the street. They don't even know with charity. But you can't yeah. help to your kid's mother? That sounds yeah, crazy. You give, a, you give a bum five or ten dollars. You know, if you're nice, no, they people take bums off the street and help them get in programs all the time. They don't even know all the time or whatnot. Yeah, but but it is all I'm saying is a bum on the street don't have the same um 
chances that she do, right? So if a bum on the street really wanted to get help and they, they had the opportunity she did, they probably would be getting help. So what I'm saying is if she's still, if she's not in a program right now, then chances are your money ain't going to put her in a program. I'm telling you, off experience. If you don't want to be in that program, you're not going to be in that program. Or you might go a little bit. I all agree with that. I just want to say I made it. That's all I want to say. If she don't take it, she don't take it. I want to be able to tell my kids, bro, I did try at this point. I'm not. I'm not going to just like, like I said, I'm not going to be like Josh. It means about himself. Like, you know. Well, again, Josh didn't say that either. So uh, I don't know how you, again, you're, you're, you're putting words into Josh and D-Wade's mouth. You don't even know what D-Wade is doing. I never, I don't know. I know what, what this question was for you. I don't know what D-Wade is doing. This question was for you. And thank you, Clodis. Clodis in the private chats. Siobhan is getting money from somewhere. I mean, come on. Like, again, if you're amongst these circles, you really think you're going to be broke. That's that's a publicity stunt. Yeah. Literally. Come on. Bro. Yeah, and again, hey, hey, hey and, and you hear that? So if you if the, you want to get Big Mike, do just that, and he'll and he'll help you out. We're he, adding cool. extra to it. We're adding extra. I don't know about. It. I'm taking a woman. I don't know nothing about. She wants to be her husband NBA star. I don't know nothing about her. Maybe she's getting money. She's not. But I don't know these details. I'm taking what I see, and that's it. Adding extra stuff to it now. She get money. Who's her friend? I don't know none of that. I want to know that. But you know who does know that? D-Wade. If she's getting money from somewhere, then it wouldn't help her. I'm only going on the information I present. I don't know none of that. Stuff like that. So you, you, you do it all the time. You add extra details that we don't know by assuming stuff. No, we're, we're adding extra details from context that you don't need a media agency to, you know, validate for you. You don't need an entity to do that. You can use that from your yeah, own I, I, experience. I, I, and in fact, no, Tony Stark Jr. gave us all anecdotal experience that kind of puts everything in line. So I, I, I really deal, don't I only, understand the confusion. I, I, I only deal with facts and proof, Josh. I don't deal with anecdotal. I don't deal in context. I deal with but facts again, and proof. again, in this context, your facts and proof is the photo. There's no facts and proof in that. It's just a photo. That's, all said, that's the only facts that you're presented with. The only facts you're presented with is the actual photo and the meme. That's it. Yes. So the question of what I help with what I see, yes. If there's more details, maybe not. But all I go by is what I see. Anyway, <laughs> I, I would actually love to see what Tony Stark Jr. thinks about this. Tony Stark Jr., in a versus battle, do you have Usher or Chris Breeze? Chris Brown. Man, that's, <laughs> it's kind of hard. Um, so I'm more of a Usher guy, mm -hmm. and Usher got a lot of hits, but I also know Chris Brown was like the next installment to like Usher. And so that's a good one, man. Um, so here's the thing, man, they both could dance. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, Hold on, Josh. Do you have a Chris Brown set about himself on there, Josh? Yeah, I got that. Show Tony that for a second, first. All right. Yeah, Breezy said he only battled himself T.I. style. So I'll read it. He said, only verses I'm going to do is Chris Brown versus Chris Breezy, not in competition with nobody but myself. 
So what do you feel about his statement or that Val Tony? I think he did a lot and he has longevity. He's been around for a long time. But I don't think when you got people out there like Usher, I don't think you should be saying that, you know, because we could easily have him versus Usher and it'd be it's a toss up if you ask me. So I feel like I feel like he's getting a little too big headed um, to say that that I don't agree with. But I don't know yet. I guess if you guys could talk a little bit and I'll tell you who I think may win. <laughs> I don't know. All right, John, what you All right, John, what you think? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I like Usher. Um, I've always liked Usher. Um, I think Chris Brown is very talented. Um, I feel like he does have a lot of shortcomings when it comes to his talent with his antics. Um, but I'm also a Chris Brown fan as well. But I'm going to go for Usher simply for the fact is of the fact of I like Usher. I think Usher is more of a soulful R&B singer. And Chris Brown does have that as well. But he also has a tendency to go towards the more of the poppy stuff, like pop artists. And I think um, if they ever did a versus battle, which is most likely would never happen, Chris might win because of that factor of him being a more popular artist. But for people who want that arm traditional R&B sound, um, I do think Usher will win in that aspect based upon of what Usher's put out in the past. Um, so I definitely think Usher will win in like for on the smaller stance of the people who go for like the soulful, the soulful vibe. But as far as like maybe the more popular side, Chris Brown definitely be just because he's just a bigger artist um, when it comes to that. John, you have any take on this? I know. Yeah, I think uh, marketing and demographic base, literally all of Chris Brown's fans are on Instagram. So he would win based upon that, number one. Number two, I guess it depends on when you were born, hence why Chris Brown would win, because Usher, I mean, he's he's a literally a li living legend. So right. all due respect to that man right there. So it's just really who's going to show more love on the platform and who's going to be having more relevant hits recently, which is going to be Chris Breezy, because yeah. it's kind of like a, a popularity contest at the end of the day. Right. But I, I think, uh, to be clear, Chris Brown is more of a gimmick, though. Like, kind of what Banks was saying is when you think of Usher, you think, uh, like, Usher, when he was younger, he was kind of like the Chris Brown. You know, he had songs where he was like, you know, you know, had you jumping and dancing and all that. But uh, I feel like he got more range. He's a more all-around artist. But, uh, yeah, I guess these, um, these battles are more popularity contests, like Josh said. So I guess... I guess I would want Usher to win when I think about it, but I think uh, Chris probably would win, especially because he is younger and he he what he still is currently making music or not that long ago. So I feel like yeah, I guess you know his songs pop a little more. You know, what about uh, you, Mike? And, well, Chloe, Chloe Diz is going crazy um, in our chat here, but I'm going. Um, I'm with you guys. Who I want to win, who will win is different. I will want Usher to win. 
I like him better as an artist, but I think Breezy would win. I think Breezy has got like the features, the tracks he's got. It's so many. Like he works a lot harder, but I feel like that Usher puts out a better body. Like 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 I, I'm about to say here, I don't think Ush, uh, uh, Chris has an album as good as Confessions at all. Like it's just, you know I mean, that's good. Like one through nineteen, um, the whole thing. So I just think that, um, but I think in the versus battle, Chris will win, but Usher is is is, uh, is more favorite to me. But I do, I'm with you, Tony. I don't agree with Usher's statement. I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there who could possibly battle him and win. You know what I mean? In those type of battles, but. Um, and if you want to go back even further, like, you know, Mike Jackson, I feel like, and stuff like that. And, and even, um, like, I mean, if he wasn't in jail, I would take R. Kelly over any of them, to be honest with you. So, you know, but I, I would definitely go with Chris Brown. So, and um, next is something we're talking about for a couple of weeks, Meg the Stallion. And let me write into it, Josh and IG Live and, and what's going on with that. Here we go. And um, I ain't never seen so many grown ass motherfucking men chime in on some shit that wasn't their motherfucking business in the first motherfucking place. Like, do y'all just wake up, get on the internet, and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna say this today because this is gonna give me some like, this is gonna be funny." Like, what if your motherfucking sister got shot? Or what if your motherfucking girlfriend got shot? What if your motherfucking best friend got shot? Would you be cracking jokes then? Then you want the whole world to stop and feel sorry for you? I don't expect none of you motherfuckers to feel sorry for me, but it's just a respect thing. Like, shut the fuck up when shit don't have nothing to do with you. Stop fucking talking <laughs> when don't shit, some shit don't need to be talked about. And you out of your mind ass bitches. Are y'all? Ugh. It's not even are y'all fucking dumb. It's yes, we know you're fucking dumb. It's just how many times are you going to show when you fucking dumb? We're not done. A lot of y'all silly motherfuckers just don't be having no morals or don't be having no code to stand on. But, you know, that's all y'all. And somebody gonna take care of your ass. Karma gonna take care of your ass. I ain't gotta do it. But anyway, I just want y'all to know a bit is alive and well and strong as fuck. And, you know, I'm ready to get back to regular programming with my own hot girl shit. But I've definitely <laughs> learned that I, I don't have to be so nice to every motherfucker. This ain't gonna stop me from being nice and this gonna, ain't gonna stop me from being making a motherfucker stay, driving the boat, doing what the fuck I wanna do. Banks, before we get started, I mean, and I'll just have to point to the hair color as well. I mean, is this not out of 6ix9ine's book in terms of marketing? Hey, Josh, can I ask you a question, Josh? Go ahead. Was this the girl that KG was talking about on Poetic Charm that make a guy feel <laughs> less masculine? <laughs> <laughs> Might be. We'll get into that later with Tori Lanes. <laughs> oh, man. But all right. So, right. wait, wait. Do, do you know the context of the story? Yeah. You do? Okay. Like what, Tory Lanez and all that? Okay. Yeah, she got shot in the foot, right? 
Yeah, well, we yeah. don't know. Allegedly, we don't know the right. whole story, but yeah. Hey, Banks, Banks huh? real quick. I'm a fan, bro. I've been, I know the whole story because of y'all. It's just because <laughs> of you, bro. I've been, I watch every episode. I, had to ask. I, had to ask. I watch every episode. If you talked about it, I, I only hear, know it because I, I watch that show. I pay okay. attention. All right. Perfect. So, this is my thing. Um, Meg, Meg DeStein is an entertainer. And Meg DeStein should know, regardless of good or bad, people are going to talk about whatever whatever it is going on, whatever the topic of the day is, people are going to make jokes. People are going to say things you don't like. People are going to say things that are going to get you upset. That's just how it is when you're a celebrity. Um, now, with this whole situation, um, you know, there's a part of me where I feel for Meg, uh, what's going on and all that. I, I get it. But, I mean, there's another part of me of this, like, this whole thing of her talking out, and then like putting one story out and then saying something else. And then the other things that's going on with that video, it just seems like this is a publicity stunt to help drive her numbers for her previous singles, which it looks like it's working based on other posts where her other songs have one song went gold and then another song. Um, uh, I don't know if it went platinum or something. So it seems to be working. But um, I personally think she, she should have just said, just kept her mouth shut. I wouldn't have said anything um, because now people, just knowing how the internet is, people are just going to use whatever she said and twist what she's putting out there and just basically put out points like, why didn't you just say this from the jump? Or why are you switching your story? Where's, where's story? What's Tori's side and all that? And just using that, sympath that, that empathy card, or like, oh, feel sorry for me. Blah, blah, blah. But what about other, like, I, I just don't, I'm not really buying into all of it. And Tony, if you don't mind me asking, based upon how you heard the story as it was presented by us, what do you think actually happened that night where Meg was allegedly shot by Tory Lanez? I think they was just playing around. Hmm. And, um, well, I, first of all, I, when I was listening to the story, I'm like, hold up, how did that even happen? And remember, Meg is down. It's 5'10", 200 pounds. Tory Lanez is 5'3", 120 pounds. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But you guys are talking about who was sitting in the front seat and the back seat. So that's the that's part. Said, yeah. yeah, that's the part. It's like, okay, wait, what's the real? Like, I, you can't even trust the story because it doesn't make sense. Um, So I don't really know. I. I don't I would love to know, like, what's the real tr not not like I would love to know the context. Like, OK, who was really sitting where? Right. The first of all. Right. And who really had like it just doesn't make sense to me. Like when I try to think of physics, you know, it's strange. Before I get to sense. that, before I get to that, what do you feel, Tony, about her, I guess, making the um, ID live, people making jokes about the fact she got shot and grown men making memes and. Yada, 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 stuff like that. This, this is what I think. I think superstars, what they don't, so everybody when you was young at some point, mostly everybody, you wanted to be famous, right? You wanted mm -hmm. to have money, all this. But I think what we don't realize is those same people that's famous and got money and all that, they're regular people. They don't all of a sudden get famous and uh, they no longer have regular emotions. I, don't, I think sometimes people don't realize when you get that fame, like, um, uh, 
what you guys are saying, it comes with all of that. Any like uh, Banks was saying, anytime you put yourself in front of the camera, like us right now, somebody's gonna watch this and be like, "Why is dude wearing a cowboy hat?" And I can have memes out there where people joke, but you, I open that door, right? So it is what it is. So I feel like I feel like she got caught up in emotions. She's human, and so so she got the floodgates of everybody laughing at her, and she felt. You know, she got she got emotional. And she that was her trying to respond back, trying to feel like I ain't gonna let them get away with this. But it's kind of like you're gonna look dumber on the outside because there's way more people gonna make more memes. They're gonna be like, you're crying. Look at your dumb hair. Like, so you can't win against the meme pot patrol. You know, like um, so it's almost like you gotta take those L's and just keep it moving. And don't say nothing. And Josh, I saw you waving your hand as the video was playing. So I'd love to get your thoughts on the whole situation. Oh, yeah, I definitely think it's a, a maestro stroke in terms of marketing, similar to 6ix9ine, right? Because she surely didn't have purple hair during the uh, the altercation, let's say. And for me personally, as someone who understands uh, dexterity, a word from Miguel, right? I mean, if a girl is 5'10 and very dominant, let's say, I, I think we can all, you know, put two and two together. I mean, surely Tori has a, a let's say, a Napoleon complex, right? So mm -hmm. when those two energies merge, I feel like this is probably what happened to Tori. And this quickly. That just reluctant to come out of her corner. Aiden left the one, two, three, four. It was Lamb versus <laughs> Lamb versus Lion. And again, it's not is Megan not from H Town, so she could probably throw down, right? So she don't she don't need no weapons for Tori. Let's be honest. So I, I do yeah. think that they were probably playing around, but at the same time, he was probably getting chipped. And then Tori was like, either he, he either the gun went off by accident or on purpose, neither of which are good. But I, I'm still under the the impression that without the altercation, there's no gun being drawn whatsoever. Because there's only one reason you bring out a gun. That's true. Um, I think uh, all your points make sense. I think him, her don't IG live wasn't smart unless she was going to tell the whole story then i thought she would have got more sympathy and had people paying attention um everything i seen after it was well if you could be on here for a two hours or whatever she was on there give us the details what happened all you're doing is saying you shouldn't be making memes and making jokes or whatever but we don't know what happened um i feel like that didn't do anything you know, as far as you know, what happened, and then this whole thing—I don't know if you had it, Josh, about the Tory getting—you know—people having to get deported now, stuff like that. Yeah, I got, I got that. Yeah, and if you know, I don't know if you know uh, Tony, but Tory's from Toronto and whatnot. He's—he's okay. uh, he's not from the U.S. So now there's a petition going around that the U.S. should deport him because he may have shot millions. Or you know, allegedly or whatever, right now stuff like that. I mean, if you don't so, have proof, what you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the whole thing. Like you, like nobody's gonna come forward. And if there's no proof, you know. By the way, Banks, yeah. we actually have a message from uh, Toronto just for you. I'm not if you heard it yet. But uh, going uh, to our topic, uh, yeah. So when are you seeing me again? 
in, I'm seeing you again in New Jersey or are you coming back to Toronto? Toronto, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny with Tori. Them, like, I guarantee, like, a, I'm not even getting to the, 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 the body of people who probably signed this petition. I don't want to cause no, uh, no war or nothing like that. But <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I get it. It, it. We don't know the whole context, but the, it, just judging off of what we've seen, it's it's completely messed up. But I, I just I need to know what happened because yeah, of this, right. because of the size difference. Tori is so small, Meg is so big, <laughs> and I, don't get me wrong. Like I feel like um, I feel like with Meg, she's just more. She has more of a overstanding power when it comes to the both of them. I feel like. Meg, maybe I feel like Meg came from more of a tougher background, background in comparison to who, Tory Lanes, um, and I feel like they do have similarities of, of what they lost. They both lost their mothers, um, but I need to know what happened. Like there, apparently there was a there was a car chase. Apparently, um, I know there was someone else in the car, um, but I need to know full context. Like what happened? Like why did this happen? And right now, I mean, obviously, Tori can't say nothing. And Meg is not saying nothing either. Well, nobody yeah, really um, wants to say nothing so they could get prosecuted. So, to be honest. All right. So, now it just gives you that lingering thought, like, did Meg do something? Or what? Did, was she the aggressor? Like, why are you just saying, like, stop making fun of me, but not giving the people the what they actually want to hear? Like, yeah. why... Like, why did you get shot? Like, what? What did this come from? Who shot you? Did he really shoot you? Like, why are you not? Like, if you're gonna put a video out, say something. If not, I honestly think you're just making yourself. You're digging yourself in a deeper hole because now people, especially the internet. The internet, it's a heartless place. Like, it's cutthroat. They are going to use your weakest moments and destroy you. And by her doing that, um. I feel like she is going to get a side of where a lot of women are going to bend with her. And like, you know, I feel sorry for her and like seeing messages like this, but there's also going to be a ton of memes out there where people are like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to have to rip you for this. Cause you just look foolish. You got purple hair. You're saying this, you're saying that. And you want, you want me to feel sorry for you. I, I just felt like that whole video was pointless. I would have never did it if I was in her shoes. I, I agree. Um, it's funny the shade room used the like the pre Caroline picture of Tori too. It's hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I guarantee they, they did that on purpose. <laughs> no, they definitely did that on purpose to play my boy Tori. Is, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like ain't got new hairline already, stuff like that. But um, I feel like Meg is going to try to move on and make music and not say nothing for some reason or not. Like I don't know about Tori. But I think that's what Meg gonna try to do or not. So, like, what I was getting in I feel like she's definitely gonna use this as some sort of marketing push to push a song or whatever. Just looking at her previous attempts to push her music and the tactics that they use, I definitely feel like they're going to push some sort of single. Um, yeah. Especially when she made the comment, like, don't worry, music's on the way. But I, I just feel like when her saying that, I just feel like it's just, it's it's a marketing scheme, and I feel like the normal person yeah. will look past it, and be like, oh, you know, she's really hurrying or whatever. 
but somebody with a brain is going to look at this and like, okay, this is clearly a marketing employee. They're just trying to see what they can do to get as much what they can get from this situation. And then boom, attack the markets and put a song out. Absolutely. And it, to me, it reminds me exactly of Chris Brown and Rihanna. Cause after that altercation, both of their careers exploded. So it benefited both long-term. So I can see this increasing, let's say Tory street credibility somewhat. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Meg, in terms of being the whole, the whole victim, I, I feel like women love to galvanize around person like that. So it, it makes the most sense. How come, how come that didn't work out for Jesse Smollett? <laughs> because he made was, up a story. Yeah, he was caught. Because he wanted to be a gay Tupac. And there's no mm -hmm. such thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Miguel, I'm curious about how you feel that 50 apologized to Meg and it, it kind of stunned everyone. Oh, man. I. It, <laughs> He does this like every couple of years with like a out of nowhere apology and whatnot. Um, it definitely stunned everyone, so they, they took it more sincere because he never apologized. But again, I don't feel like he was so wrong, you know what I mean? Because everybody was telling jokes or whatever about the whole situation. So, yeah. but I think maybe because he was shot himself, maybe he some maybe he was apologizing because he knows how it feels to be shot. I guess so. You know, in that regard, but I'm surprised about that. Though. Yeah. What about you, Banks? How do you feel about that? I think of that. I, I don't I don't know. Uh it just I'm like, why didn't he apologize to Tierra Marie? <laughs> because she owned money though. Like she she, she, she yeah, still owns money. You know, she, she's struggling though. Like you know, she's <laughs> she not where she was right now, you know, where and like with Tierra Marie, her whole life story with her getting dropped by Rock Nation and all that, and then her music career failing, and then her going on reality shows and her getting dropped. You know, things are not going good for her. And 50 could ease up the rain on her and apologize. And then, but he didn't. So I feel like there might be. Well, why would he there. apologize, though, when, when she lost a court case that she owes him money? He may, he may be like drop the money part. Why would he apologize, though? She owes him money. You know what I mean, Josh? The, the antics. I mean, I, I think it's funny. I, I mean, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, why not apologize to her? It. Because, yeah. I mean, you have a bigger platform. You did kind of embarrass her, and then you continue to embarrass her, and then you know her. You know her money's not really all the way there, and then you like kind of put her into even further embarrassment. I, I mean, right? But you know, like why not apologize to her? You know, when but she's you know, in she a tried to take him to court. I'm sorry, I just tried to take him to court first, and she, I'm losing. So again, of course, he apologized. I mean, I, I I'm just playing. I'm just being extra. I, don't, I, got, I think I, I think I think he's just I think with the whole Megastar thing I feel like there's something more to it maybe that's why he may have said it um because I think Fifty clearly knew this was not no joke come on man Fifty's very 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 smart and he's like when it comes to marketing and all that trolling he is like the kingpin on of that type of stuff so I just feel like this might be just some sort of ploy or whatever. But who knows? At the end of the day, we don't know what happened, you know, but hopefully we can answer uh, by and, the end of the summer. And Miguel, if you don't mind me asking, I'm curious what you think about this. Yeah. You bumping that pop? I, I, somewhat. I rock with it. Yo, upper class. Yo, listen, bro. I rock. I, yo, bro, this is what I understand. Yo, I don't. Upper class, bro, man. All right, look. See? 
not because I'm from New York, I'm supposed to like everything New York. No, 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 no. It's not even about that. Huh? It's not even about that. What's about that? That nigga makes good music. I what's good music to you? Listen, I listen to all genres, bro. All right, who's better, 50 or pop? Pop smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, you thought about that shit. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You thought about that shit. I told niggas I was replacing 50 in my top five for pop smoke. I Let me tell you why. Let, Let me tell you why. Pop smoke do not make it the top five New York, bro. I don't know what... Yo, 25 cent is hilarious. That's that's uh 50 son. Uh, tax me so yep. answer. Um first of all, either one of them. Yeah. What? Yes, yeah, Marquis. That's the son. Either one of them are top five. 50 or pop smoke. Young's with you. But 50's way better than pop smoke. And clearly he was trolling. And he even got him, he laughed like his dad. So clearly. He was stroke because he don't like it bad. He don't get along with him. But you know, ever since uh, Marquise was out there taking pictures with Ja Rule and all that stuff, everybody, I kind of feel fifty. Like Ja Rule, people forget they tried to have him killed. Like you know what I mean. So I, I, I don't have no remorse for that situation. I, I, I'm fifth on that, and clearly he's better than Pop Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> The whole situation's funny. You know, 50 Cent disowned him in his book that he just put out. <laughs> um, but if you re if you look into, uh, if you read 50 Cent's recent book, he actually explains a bit more in detail, like how the whole situation with his son and baby mother is just never going to really work it's because of the baby mother, because, you know, he tried to implement, uh, you know, business savvy and all that for his son and his mother basically was like no you don't need to really need to do that your dad's rich he's going to take care of us and yeah you know and then like with the stuff like with between the mother and the son like oh your dad didn't do this and just putting that that bad that bad that bad note into 50 cent son basically putting pinning him against his dad when his dad did a lot if you remember when again when he when 50 cent started marquise was in like the Wangsta video, Marquise mm -hmm. was modeling the G unit clothing. Fifty Cent was literally creating positions for his son, and now his son's like saying like crazy stuff like this. If Pop Smoke, like uh, like Pop Smoke, rest in peace, was alive, Pop Smoke would say Fifty Cent is my idol. Like if you listen to his recent album, he takes cuts from previous joints that Fifty put out from Get Rich or Die Trying. Pop Smoke was like looking towards 50 Cent as like a as an idol, like taking notes from him because he realized what he brought to the game. And just with Marquise putting out like, oh, I took it out of my pop my top five to put Pop Smoke in. Come on, man. Like this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense yeah. at all. Do you know anything about 50 and his son and what they went through, Tony, or anything? Yeah, uh, from listening to you guys, like I know Banks talked about before on pop culture, how um, uh, he was what he was talking about was the whole sneaker thing. So 50 gave him all the sneakers so he could sell them. And right. his mom was like, no, don't take the sneakers, get the money from him. 
do something with me. And he actually told us 50, like, listen, I'd rather do something with my mom. And so it kind of blew up in their face. So I, I mean, the, my thing is, Mike, is goes back to the whole you would want to help your kid's mom out so your kid, your, so your son won't look at you some type of way. But at the end of the day, obviously in this situation, his son is choosing his mom's side, even though he watched his dad do stuff for him. At the end of the day, he's his own man once he became an adult and he's going to believe what he want to believe. And my whole I thing, uh, the reason why um, it's a big deal for me is my kid's mom, uh, who I got three kids with, she always talked bad about me and my kids. I never, ever said anything bad because I figured, you know what? I'm just going to keep my position. I'm going to be a great dad. And they're going to eventually see, you know what? This ain't adding up with what my mom's saying, right? So eventually, guess what? I got full custody of all my kids because, of, again, I was the real person. I didn't have to say, uh, I didn't have to slander their mom. So I feel like if 50 may have got caught up because, again, if we go back to 50 apologizing, what I wanted to say was 50 is cold, but he's calculated. So I'm pretty sure him apologizing is getting again we're talking about him right now because he apologized right because he's smart he's cold but he's calculated so i'm sure 50 the way he act it helped the narrative of his kid's mom to be oh yeah see how he is the music he make whatever so he kind of make himself look some type of way so i could see where his son probably was able to listen to his mom but at the end of the day i feel like he is definitely like you guys saying he's just trying to be funny you know, he probably don't really believe that if he don't like think about it, if you don't like your dad, you're going to try to and, and you're a public figure because of your dad. You're going to try to slander his name. You're going to try to say something and have people talking about it. You know, plus at the end of the day, people are calculated. Like, I don't really know 50 Cent's son. I know who he was. But guess what? I do now because why he said something that brought him in a conversation that reached my ears and my eyes. It's, cal you know, they've been calculated. Makes sense. Speaking of calculating, we have a fight coming up, Josh, uh, between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. A round exhibition uh, fight, which is also supposed to spring to kind of a, I guess, league for older either boxers or other sports figures to be able to still put on the show and make money and things of that nature. Um, Tony, I'm sure you were a fight fan at one point. Probably follow these guys. Back in your day, what do you think about this, this fight coming up when you see it? So here's what's crazy. Um, uh, I think Mike, I told you this, but uh, my uh, my brother has a kid uh, with uh, a girl, and her family are fighters, so females. So like her her sister uh, got multiple championships. So they got a, they're really close with Roy Jones Jr. They got multiple pictures um, because the one sister became a, a promoter, so they know him, right? So it's kind of funny. But um, uh, I'm just saying, adding that as a context. But uh, to say that, no, nah, I think Mike's gonna win, man. First of all, you got to think when Roy Jones started losing, uh, he kept getting knocked out. So I feel like he got a glass chin, and I feel like if you just recently see the shape Tyson got in, and just hit his, he got that fury again. And if one of those hits hit Roy Jones, plus Roy Jones is older, so if you had a glass chin ten years ago. You might still have one now. And uh, and they said what he um, I think I seen you guys posted up or somebody did. Roy Jones last fight was in 20, uh, 2018. But Tyson's last fight was in 2006. Um, so, I mean, you could say, well, Tyson has a fought in so long. But I think he still 
what made Tyson a good fighter was the way he fight and his um he was very fierce, right? So a lot of times when you're fighting, because I did martial arts for a long time, uh, whenever somebody intimidates you, you start to second guess your move. Tyson almost just go for it. And I feel like you know Tyson's power, so Jones is probably gonna second guess, and Tyson is probably gonna end up getting a good hit. That's that's my prediction. I think Tyson's gonna win. Uh Josh, you see the the, the fight itself um, as an exhibition, and uh, what do you think about it, like marketing and, and stuff like that? Why? How do you think it's going to go over with the fans? Josh, you got that promo video too. Oh, let me check with him and uh, Roy, <laughs> with with Roy saying uh, "God's on the side." Oh yeah, <laughs> I that's haven't the seen that one. Said. Let me get that. Let me get that. Let me get that. <laughs> it is hilarious. Oh and I, the thing is, I agree with 50, though, because the way that Mike is looking and Mike is talking like how he was talking when he was fighting. Yeah, so he ferocious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and, yeah, and it just Tony, Tony point. Yeah, Tony, we, we, we were a lot younger, but you probably were, you know, Mike in his heyday, how big yeah. those events were. He would have fights and stuff like that and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, because... I remember being like a little kid. He he had fight parties like he his fights were like uh, Mayweather's. Everybody had a party to watch Tyson fight. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So it was um, and and they were only like one two minutes. He would knock everybody out, but it still was yeah. a big event every, every time. So it was crazy. I, I think Roy Jones is definitely skillful. When he first came on the scene. He was something else. You just didn't see people doing what he did. You know, dipping your punches, dipping back, putting his hands down. Um, but again, his, you know, he's got knocked out so many times. Once he got knocked out the first time, it was like, man, everybody was figuring him out. And I just think he was so good at dipping your punches, making you look stupid and winning, but um, like with scores and everything. But um, I feel like, man, Tyson hit so hard. I still I think he still got power. And I feel like if you got that power and somebody got a glass chin, that that's that's disaster right there, you know. How about uh, on that note, would you uh, – they pay you a certain amount of money to take one shot from Mike Tyson? Yep, because I could I could fix my jaw. I could get my jaw wired back. <laughs> what about you, Banks? Would you take one shot, let's say, for a million dollars? If um, the taxes were taken care of and there was a million net, then, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. But if it's a million pre-tax, you ain't doing it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know because that's a that's a big cut. Now yeah. let me let me let me throw this in there, right? Would you a uh, get paid to fight him like twelve rounds, or b just get paid for him to hit you with his hardest hit? Nah, I, I ain't fighting him at all for nothing. I, I'll take the hit, <laughs> but I'm not. Nah, I rather, I rather, I rather I'll take the hit. I'm not fighting. Him. By the way, I hope everyone is noting the legality of this match, of this fight, right? Because it says exhibition match. Right. So that's, that lets uh, certain legalities out the way because Mike is still banned in certain states for uh, what he did to Evander, let's say. Right. No, yeah, and that's the smart, though. By them making an exhibition, uh, well, they probably both aren't. So, so well, not, not uh, Roy Jones, but Tyson haven't fought in so long. So he's probably not even an official fighter anymore anyway. So this would be an easy way for them to actually get him to fight by calling it an exhibition. 
I honestly think it'll be it'll set a trend for former heavyweights to come out of the shadows and fight again once they see how much money they make. Kind of like the three on three did for um basketball, retired basketball or even um or even UFC, like not UFC, but uh Pacquiao had an organization where he was having uh UFC, like uh he had um uh Tito Ortiz fought um Chuck Liddell and they're both past their prime. And um, you know, Dana White was like, why would they still fight this so old? So Dana White was like, I'll never let the UFC do that. But they had, you know, in another organization, you know, they they, they were doing it. Older. You know what it is, man? These guys are past their prime, but they're still in good shape, like yeah. you said about Mike, and they still have boxing skills or you or or, or um or, or, or skills for the you know the cage and stuff like that. So why not just let them do an exhibition or fight? But did Banks or Josh, did y'all see the video of Jazz cutting Roy hair last year? Roy Jones hair? Yeah. Yeah. Before he fought yeah, he AC. About it before he did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty dope and whatnot. But if I had to choose one, yeah, I'm choosing Mike. Roy can't handle him. So um, <laughs> that's what I say about that. Especially after watching that promo video, come on. It is hilarious. Like Roy looked like he he retired. Like he just like yo, you know, I'm just out here. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> that's hilarious, right there. <laughs> it's like yeah, man. You know, I got this. It's like Daniel and Goliath. You know, I got this, man. David and Goliath. Like you know, God's on my side. And then you see Mike. Like you know, I'm gonna tear him apart. <laughs> He's gonna be my. He's gonna be. I like you. Yeah. I watched it later, but uh, 